This call is being recorded. Hello and welcome to my show, Searching for Integrity. My name really is John Smith, and I'm searching for people with integrity. Why? Because our country suffers from IDD, Integrity Deficit Disorder. Uh, we have as our guest today, health coach Jimena Yanez. Yeah. <laughs> you was, said it well. Yeah. I got it. I got it. I nailed it. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. <laughs> Who is the author of an upcoming book? Now, this is the English version, which is upcoming. Mm -hmm. uh, she already has the Spanish version on Amazon. And the book's title is Healthy Planet, Healthy You. Invest now in the transformational change that will ensure our children's future. That's uh, that's quite a title. Quite a uh, title, yeah. It is quite a title. Mm -hmm. Are you? Are, I'm glad you're here today. Very much so. Thank you, Jan. Thank you for having me. And I was listening to some of your podcasts, and and it's funny that you say my name truly is. John Smith, <laughs> because when I told my husband, John Smith called me for an interview, he said, oh, no, 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 it must be a scam. <laughs> so that, it's funny. That, that happens. Too. Yeah. <laughs> it does. That's, that's why I just call him again. And once I call him again, they think, oh, okay, it's not just scam. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for having me. Well, there's some, a lot of things to cover here. Um, to, to start with, uh, I couldn't help but notice that there was a, a statement that for more than 20 years, mm -hmm. you were the CFO of a major uh, Mexicano environmental fund. Exactly. And um, uh, the reason it pops out was that I was a CPA once upon a time. I know. Yeah. And uh, and uh, it, you know when you when you do too much of all that uh, accounting stuff, it, it kind of boils down to on the audit uh, boils down to footing, foot foot and ticking and tracing ticking and tracing. Um, so it's 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 it you get the uh, today's accomplishment award for doing twenty years as a CFO. Yeah. Yeah, and and. I learned a lot. I was a CFO, but I learned a lot, a lot about environment and mm -hmm. conservation. And I try to be behind my computer all the time because I, I was kind of shy and I like to be behind the numbers. But the things I learned, they, they are amazing. And it opened my, my, my vision, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now let me let me help open my vision. I, I got, got a quote here. The we to expect from reading your book better food choices, as readers learn the truth about the food industry. Mm -hmm. Let's let's talk about that some. I mean, I'm I'm sure there's plenty about uh, plenty plenty of, of of rumors going around about the food industry. But go ahead. Yeah. Well, technology has gone a long way, and so does food technology. And now we're not just eating food, we're eating 
um, what's called edible products. So you can eat them, but they don't have any nutritional content. And they are designed to taste amazing and to feel amazing and to get you back to them over and over because they are loaded with fats and sugar and salt. And mm -hmm. we human beings crave for that. Um, mm -hmm. But we're not bringing the, the information our body requires. We, we not, you know, food is information. It's how we, we build our bodies. So good information will build good bodies. Bad information would make us sick. So, right. yeah, the food industry is, is making a lot of edible products with no information for our bodies. So we are getting really sick. And you can see that with children. They're starting to get sick of diseases that were related just to adults maybe mm -hmm. 10 years ago. And they're now... Mm -hmm are getting sick. Are there any uh, particular industries that um, I guess could, could, that you would call out first? Maybe, maybe it's fast food, maybe it's uh, too much desserts, having too much sugar. Uh, um, what, where, do you, where do you put the bullseye on this, on this one? Yeah, what, what, I, what I try to explain is that we as human beings need to get back to the roots, and, and that's plants, you know, because plants have a lot of information for our bodies. So um, there's an the industry that makes a lot of edible products, um, which are not good, but I, I also talk about the, the animal protein industry, um, because they're also trying to sell us a lot of products, and they are telling us things like, we need animal protein our bodies need animal protein and that's not true of course we need protein but it doesn't have to be from animals it can come from plants and we can make this thing that it's called protein complementation so we can mm -hmm. have all the essential amino acids and you don't need to eat animal products and the thing is we can eat animal products but we're eating a lot of animal products and to supply that demand, we have to, to put a lot of animals in confined places which are uh, diminishing the, 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 or ruining the environment. Because we, we have this idea that we need to eat animal protein at least three times per day. Imagine where we get that protein. The, the places where those animals have to live to, to live to supply human beings three times per day. That's a lot. That, that's a lot. So that's a lot. They are also telling us that we need that that our body needs animal protein, and that's not true. And I explained that in in the book. Um, we have a lot of, of food right now. Maybe at the beginning of the twentieth century with all those diseases and wars and people were very poor well mm -hmm. we had to turn our eyes or governments had to turn their eyes to animal protein because people were dying but right now we have a lot of food around us we're not dying from not having enough food and we have that and also we're still eating a lot of animal protein 
So that's making us sick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what no. I say in my book is to turn our eyes again to Mother Earth. Uh, she provides, you know, plants, and plants have a lot of information for human bodies. I read recently that if if you eat too much meat uh, in a day, in, in a week, mm-hmm. uh, that you'll find yourself with in, with lower vibrations. That's true. When you speak about energy, that's mm-hmm. also true. You're eating something that's dead. Um, if you eat an apple, it's something that's living and has life. If you eat dead meat, you're eating something that's that has no energy. I was looking over your your uh, <clears throat> your bio. You've accomplished quite a bit. Uh, I would I would imagine with this past year of COVID mm-hmm. uh, being being around that you probably didn't give too many speeches. Well, I didn't because last year I wrote my book in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Didn't yeah. have time to speak. Well, that's a, probably a good time to do it because exactly. there weren't any speaker. There weren't a, a demand for speakers anyway. Yeah. So I wrote my book and I, I was making this switch you know i was an employee for more than 20 years and i wanted to become something different so i had to to do a lot of learning and and you know self-development and and learn a lot of things about me so last year for me i know it was a pandemic but for me was a very interesting year to write my book and also learn about me and learn the things i could do and and the importance of the message I have for the world, because it's it's about the future generations. It's about our children. If we don't do something, if we don't do make some changes, the UN is urging those changes to. If we don't make those changes, what kind of world are we leaving to our children? And that's something we can't see right now. We can, you know, feel the heat. There's there was a. a heat wave a couple of days ago in the west coast and you can you say oh it's climate change but we're not we're not living what our kids will live in around 2050 so it's important i think it's a a message so i was preparing myself to deliver this message to the world Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well it's good that uh you're you know bilingual yeah um that's a real that's a Terrific asset. Yeah. Right, have you have you thought about the virtual aspect of, of speaking? Um, and depending upon audiences, still don't really get together to hear a speech. I didn't get your question. Oh, um, a, a video, a speech on the video. That's those are called uh, virtual. Yeah, virtual in video. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm actually doing some lives in Facebook and Instagram um, every week. I do, oh, you do? Yeah, about coaching, and sometimes I talk about my book, too. Well, you've, you've got quite a, a lengthy uh, list of, uh, of items or, or 
careers you could coach in yeah. um, <laughs> quite a few yeah. um, and some of these are, are pretty important um, one I saw that was um, I think it was uh, you became a, a lot of certified yeah coaches mm-hmm. um, I guess that was the, that was probably yoga and you learned Reiki mm-hmm. and um, what am I what am I leaving out? No, I think that's it. I I went from being a, an accountant, I was a CFO, uh to be a a health coach certificate uh, certified health coach, um uh, international mm-hmm. certified health coach, and I'm also a yoga teacher. I teach yoga virtually every week too. Uh and I'm a yoga breaky practitioner that I haven't been able to 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 do because of the pandemic but I I practice yoga with my family and myself and I I practice also Reiki you can send <laughs> um you know energy outside so I I try to do that to the world and you know I haven't been able to be in contact with people up until now we're starting to to have our life as as we are used to right Sure, we're coming out of our shell. Yeah. Yeah, so so I've been teaching yoga too, virtually, speaking virtually. And yeah, I think it's a great asset that I can speak in English and Spanish and, you know, step out of my comfort zone and do this because I think this message is really important. Um, and I love the name of your program, Searching for Integrity, uh, because for me, integrity is to to walk the talk. Mm-hmm. It's, exactly. That's it. So I have this message, so I, I have to prepare myself to deliver it to the world because if we don't do something, our kids will pay for, for everything we're doing unconsciously. Mm-hmm. I noticed that the, uh, one of the questions at the bottom of the page was... Um, who is to blame mm-hmm. for overweight children? Yeah. Um, and the first thing that I thought, well, it's the parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and then probably the schools. Um, not necessarily in that order. Yeah. But you know what? I don't think it's the parents because no one has taught us what to eat. As human beings, we just ate and throw everything. Um, for the last 100 years, 150 years, many people might say that, uh, we're eating things that are not, not they're not coming from the, the earth, from the soil. They're, right. Instead of coming from a plant, they're made in a, in a plant. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So nobody has taught us. And it was some, eating was, just something natural for human beings. We eat what we have. And we're still doing that. We eat what we have. We don't ask questions. And because of all these edible products and all the, you know, everybody's marketing their products and eat more meat. And we, we should do a lot more um, searching and, and trying to understand what's what we're eating. So I don't think it's parents. 
because actually they don't know. Nobody has taught them what to eat. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. Or too much. Uh, I had a, a contractor that worked for me in the housing business once upon a time for, for low-income people. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was uh, always telling him, uh, demasiado tamales. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and he 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 would basically tell me to you know where I could go you know <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I um, he he has right yes that's right that's what he has mm -hmm. the quicker exactly. thing to to eat yeah yeah so nobody has taught us but this is the time to start understanding what we're eating and start teaching our children because mm -hmm. we have a lot of choices. When, when my grandparents were kids, their choices were what will I have for, for dessert, an apple or a pear? Those were mm -hmm. the, the choices that were confronted with. And right now we have you know, cookies and pies and cakes and also an apple right. or a pear or we don't know so and and you know all this how they market the products like low fat um uh, fat free uh you know protein 100% protein so we believe what these companies are telling us but they're not telling us the whole truth truth so we have to start making different choices and start um, educating ourselves mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, to understand what we're putting in our mouths. One of the uh, pieces of your puzzle, I think that you're putting together um, is the food industry. Have, are they open to, let's say someone like you that, that you would, maybe get in touch with their people so that you could uh, maybe change some some uh, processes and change some and attitudes uh, is that is that available or is it kind of hard to, to, to get in to a certain circle I guess I, I I don't know for sure but I know that there have been some efforts and people got sued I, I talk about a couple of uh, things in my book, a couple of stories, like very dark and scary stories about people trying to change and the industry is like no way. So uh, I wrote this book because I saw Greta Thunberg uh, very angry with politicians and businessmen and companies. And she's telling them, change, do some changes. But I think that the only way to change everything is from us, from our houses, as consumers. We are the ones, if we change the way we, we buy and the way we eat, we're going to put some pressure in the industry. And then the industry will have to make some changes. So I think right. that the pressure should come from us as consumers. So I'm talking... To moms and dads, the ones that takes that take mm -hmm. the decision about what to eat at home, the book is for them. 
so they can start making some changes. And hopefully the industry will feel that because I think it's you just need like a 3.5% of the population to make a change and it will it, the, the whole society will feel it. So it's not that much. I think it's 3.5%. That's good news. That's good yeah. news. Yeah. Um, something that can we we can appreciate something that we can tell others about. And, uh, you know, for those that uh, I think that, that have not been schooled in some way, have been educated, that you, I guess, have to find the opportunities to, to let them know what it really is doing, what, what you're doing to yourself and what you're doing to your families. Yeah. And, and, what are you eating? Where did it come from? Was mm -hmm. it produced uh, sustainably? Uh, was suffering involved in the production of what you're eating? There's a lot of questions we have to start asking ourselves. I think so. Mm -hmm. I think so. The, um, there, there, you know, some people don't realize that there are addictions that can occur from food or with food. Mm -hmm. um, some of those, you, you might think of addictions as, as uh, scotch or bourbon or those, those, you know, hard, hard alcohol. Mm -hmm. And then you've also got uh, cases of beer that you, you see people taking from their, uh, from their grocery store and out to their car. Um, what, uh, how do you, how do you get through to, to, to that? Um, those are habits, and those are long-time habits, I would think. And, and the industry is very clever. They put things in food to make you come back to that food, like fats, sugar, and, and salt. Because we, we crave, as human beings, we crave for that. And when we have them, we create this addiction. It's not just alcohol or maybe a, a cigarettes. It's also with food. And they're making the food just to taste and to feel great so you can come back and be addicted to it because they want to sell. They want to sell and they want you to come back and buy more and more. There are ways to, to, to you know, overcome that. Um, right. When you start putting in your place, because there's, there's as much as you can eat. Right, and so when you start putting in your plate, I don't know, a salad before you eat something else, you your stomach is going to be half full, so you're not going to eat a lot of the other things. And when you stop eating them, you stop the addiction. So when you you make some changes in what you put in your plate and start, like I I. I always start with a salad or something that, that is good for me, that it's healthy, that has information, good information for my body. And then I just eat, well, it's not my case, but I talk to a lot of people. And then they can eat whatever they want, but they, they will not eat as much as they usually do because they are half um, full. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's true. So um, that's a way we can overcome addiction to food. I wonder if you would, Jimena, to uh, to 
describe the ways that people can find you, find your books, yeah, uh, sure. contact you? Would you tell my audience that, please? Yeah, I just launched my website in English. So I'm very happy. It's um, believetransformb.com. And they can find my book in Amazon. I'm doing everything to, to set the pre-order. So it's going to be Healthy Planet, Healthy You. I think next week it's going to be available for pre-order for um, Kindle version. Aha, that's good. Yeah. That's, that's very good. And the book is coming in September. The English version. The English Very good. version. Yeah, yep. we already have the Spanish version. Um, if you if you uh, know Spanish, you can buy that and and read it because it's already there in <laughs> the paperback version and Kindle version too. Right. I uh, I looked at some of the, some of the language that is your motto: heal yourself as you care for the planet, believe, transform, and be. Exactly. Like that a lot. Um, I want to thank you again for for being our guest today on Searching for Integrity. Thank you for having and, me. Sure, my pleasure. And in in the uh, uh, process, I get to thank my listeners as well for tuning in to Searching for Integrity. And um, I would like to uh, say, as I usually do, so long, and happy trails to all.